Welcome to the Amtasia podcast, where we will discuss the future of Asian America. What is up? We are back with another episode of Amtasia podcast. This time we have Asian dating coach Mike Squatton Casanova. Now, I'm pretty bad at going up to girls in public and just hitting on them, and that's scary as hell to me, and I'm sure just to a lot of you as well. Mike is one of the guys that teaches you how to do it and actually get results, and he has a lot of proof that his stuff works. He actually films successful interactions. Obviously, they're censored, but it just shows that he does have results uh, with his students. Now, whether you believe in this whole world or not, you can't deny that it's fascinating and also a great skill to learn. In this episode, we discuss exactly how to hit on girls in various scenarios, different cities for dating, and he also breaks down my Tinder bio and why it sucks. If you want to see the actual bio, you'll have to watch this on YouTube. So stay tuned and listen on. This is a really, really good episode, especially for the guys that are having trouble with dating. Hello, I am here with Mike, also known as Squatin Casanova, and he is a dating coach based out of Las Vegas, uh, and you specialize mostly with Asian American men. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I get the most. Right. Um, I don't specifically target just Asian Americans, but mm-hmm. 70 percent of my clients are Asian. So, yeah, totally. Do you think that's just because uh, you're Asian and you kind of do you advertise like with Asian stuff? I mean, I saw your videos. You have a lot of like Asian content. There's, yeah, I've been doing some of that. But uh, yeah, people just pick who they relate with the most. Mm-hmm. You know, black dating coaches get black guys. Mm-hmm. Asian ones get Asian guys. So yeah, there's that sense of familiarity. Totally. Right? And then you probably have a lot of business, right? Because there's a lot of Asians that need help, <laughs> right? It's a, yeah, it's a, and also there's not that many Asians that do this, mm, right? Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, yeah. you're either a doctor, lawyer, engineer, you know, or you're a disgrace <laughs> to the family, right? Uh, but I used to be a chemical engineer before I started doing this. Um, so, but yeah, there's, there's definitely a big demand for this stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so, um, and you, so you're a chemical engineer and then how long ago was that? So I quit that job back in 2013. So I've been doing, uh, dating and pickup for about seven, seven and a half years Mm. full time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Seven and a half years. So you're, you're 37 now, right? Correct. Okay. Gotcha. And you're, and you started at 30 then you started coaching at 30. Started coaching at 30. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. Like, how did you even, because did you already have enough money to start like your own business? Like, is that why you got into this? Or was it like you already were making money right away? Yeah, so I was a, I was in a pretty lucky situation. So my company I used to work for, they were uh, transitioning a lot of the manufacturing to Ireland and Puerto Rico. So all the plant facilities in California, they were downsizing it, right? So actually I got laid off and I had almost a year's worth of severance package. So I was like, okay, well, I got a year to uh, try this new business, you know, business idea and see how it works. And uh, I was already kind of doing a little bit of coaching here and there, but it was definitely not 
you know, it was not full time. It was like a part time hobby. Mm, okay, so you were just like on your own, going out and like talking to girls and stuff, and like t helping a few people. Yeah, so I started a pickup channel just for my mm -hmm. own, you know, documentary and my own personal develop right. uh, development. Um, and then it just got an an audience, a following. So that just, you know, I don't think I ever wanted to be doing what I am doing now. Mm -hmm. It just you know, it just kind of gradually. Yeah. And then it, you had the demand. So it was like, okay, I can make money off of this. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. So what was interesting about you is you posted a comment on my post in Asian hustle network about with my interview with Kevin Kreider. And then you posted a video that mm. I thought was really good. You, you're basically saying that race is only 5% of your whole dating. Like, I guess your dating skill or whatever. Right. Can you just elaborate a little bit on that? Like, why, why do you, why do you make that assumption? Yeah. So the actual percentages, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it could be six, it could be seven. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but I think the overall yeah. gist, you know, some people are going to argue the actual <laughs> numerics, right, right. but I think the point I'm trying to make is, you know, you have a much larger impact on your dating life than, uh, than whatever race your destiny, you know? So I think it's, it's all about just personal responsibility. I do see a lot of Asians mm. kind of play the race card, right? It's just, uh, but, but if you, you know, people want to yeah. see what they want to see, right? There are plenty of Asian guys that mm -hmm. are successful 100%. with women, right? So, um, so if they're doing it, why can't you replicate? Yeah. It? Yeah. And it's also, it's like right. almost like a, um, what is that? A self-fulfilling prophecy type situation, right? Where you, like, if you're an Absolutely. Asian guy and you see all these statistics and then you just fall into this, like, attitude of, like, I'm just going to give up on dating or whatever it is, right, because of these stats. And then you add to that, like, that um, stereotype that Asians aren't desirable, essentially, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like all races do this. Uh, and it's not just Asians. Like, people blame the president for mm. your own financial literacy you know it's just like people not taking personal responsibility on um getting you know at the end of the day yeah you your own data point right you're not the average of you know mm -hmm. i'm not the average asian height right i don't make exactly right. what the average asian person makes you know i don't live in the geographic center of whatever all the asians averaged up right so there's a mm -hmm. lot of flexibility and where you end up as your own data point yeah, no, 100%. And then kind of one of the things that you talked about in that video was that OkCupid study, right? That ranked um, mm. Asian men as being like less attractive. Yeah. Like, what did you think about that study? Like, what was your um, take, take away from that? So I didn't go into the specifics on how, you know, I don't really know how they got that data, right? I just looked at it mm -hmm. and, you know, I think it was like minus 12%, right? It's like, mm -hmm. okay. Except for like, if it's Asian on Asian, then it's like, I think a positive, right. but then for everyone else, it was like a negative. Right. Uh, but you know, it, it's like minus 12%, right? Uh, right. But then if you work out, you make money, you talk to girls, you can boost yourself, yeah. your results by a thousand percent, right? So people are focused on something that's like, you know, 12% when uh, you're missing out on everything else. But also here's the thing, right? Like, the average data point is just the average person on OkCupid or Tinder puts zero effort on their online game. You know, they're taking bathroom selfies. 
they're taking dirty you know cell phone pictures um, they probably didn't even read a single article on how to maximize your online success so it's like the da the data doesn't really it it doesn't it, yeah it's irrelevant right yeah and then plus I think another point is you know with in America it's mostly white people right mm -hmm. So in people of the same race, they tend to rate people of the same race a little bit better. Just and that's also also like a comfortability factor, right? Because you because you saw like the data had like black and black. Mm -hmm. It was good as well. Yeah, people generally and, do well with their own yeah. race, right? Right, right. And it's 100%. like one thing I want to make is like there are certain Asian guys they want to date white girls or whatever. You can date whoever you want, but it's like. Yeah, what are you going to talk about? You know, you got to have similar <laughs> interests. You want to date a white right. girl from the Midwest. Um, you don't you don't go to barbecues. You don't watch football. It's like, what's there to talk about? Just just, you know, so there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's one of those things, too, right? Because I see a lot of my friends who are Asian who are with like only Asians. Mm -hmm. They say like, oh, I want to date a white girl. And I'm just like, dude, all your friends are Asian. If you if you want to date like a white girl, like why don't you make some white friends? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, and you're gonna bring this like random white girl into your friend circle. She's probably not gonna be that comfortable. You know what I mean? That's, so, that's, but I that's key, right? It's it's yeah. like uh, you go to these like subtle Asian trade posts or whatever. It's just like <laughs> yeah. they don't go out of their way to interact with a broader audience. And right. it's like, well, white people don't understand me. Well, <laughs> yeah, not, you, you know, you're in a majority white person country right mm -hmm. they're not going to go out of their way to understand you it's your job to go out of your way to interact with the majority right, right? yeah and i see this very you know my mom's lived in the u.s longer than me and she, she doesn't even talk to her neighbors right she's been in that same house for like 20 years and i think my neighbors are clueless about anything that goes on like you know our our whole family so i think it's it's um it's like we we have to focus on the areas that we can control, right? Mm -hmm. I yeah. can't control, you know, somebody who lives in the Midwest that has never seen an Asian person. You're not going to change their lives, mm -hmm. right? But what I can do is, if I'm there, I can just say hi. If they have, you know, if somebody has one positive interaction with like an Asian person, well, then, you know, that's that's going to have a, a huge impact on their perceptions. Well, that's a good point because most American, like let's say white people, they don't even have interactions mm -hmm. with Asians. So of course, why are they going to rate like an Asian preferably? They've never even experienced talking to one, you know? So yeah. it's like, I mean, that study, it, but that study like specifically just fucked a lot of like, Asian guys in the head and it just gave them this loser mentality that like they just need to get out of. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the actual race. Mm -hmm. Like if you think about it. Uh, what, what's race? It's, it's partly genetics and it's partly culture. Right. Right. That's in my mind. It's like, is there inherently sort of disadvantageous having yellow skin, have a certain shade of tan and having black hair, right? From, from a, from an evolutionary point of view, there's, there's, there's nothing that says Asians are inferior from a dating point of view. Right. So what really is the difference is just cultural, right? So cultural is you know, it's a set of influences and behaviors. That's what really, in my mind, dictates the outcome when it when it comes to dating and just putting yourself up. And then adapting a lot of those like cultural things to the West, sometimes that doesn't really translate, right? Like for example, how Asians are very, um, let's say they don't wanna put themselves out there sometimes. Like even if you're like in class, exactly. you don't wanna right. like raise your hand, like stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Don't challenge the status quo. Um, don't self promote. Be humble, right? Don't take risks. Do something that you know. Focus on security and safety over risk, right? And so it kind of has an impact not only in dating but also like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that's all changing too. Like as this generation is like getting um, more westernized, like I think a lot of that's changing. Like you're seeing a lot of Asian guys like take the leadership roles and stuff like that. So I think that's that's it's overall it's getting to a good spot. The other the other um, point that you made uh, was this video where this guy said um, Asian guys have to make two hundred forty seven thousand dollars more than a white person to get the same amount of dating success. In spite of how handsome he is. For him to compete with an average white guy of equal handsomeness, maybe like, I don't know, dude. This dude right here, he's pretty, he's kind of handsome, right? Look at this dude. So for him, for Andy, what's your name, bro? Chris. Chris. For Andy to compete with Chris on the dating market, on the dating market, okay? Andy has to make, on all the dating apps in the dating market, okay, and he has to make $247,000 more per year. And I thought that whole thing was just like super idiotic because it just, it like makes it seem like a dating app is like the person and the race and like a salary number mm-hmm. versus like another Good person. Exactly. And yeah. how do girls know? Like how much right. you make. So on it doesn't app. even like that whole thing. Right. You, you and or you can just lie about your right? like wage. Like, like I'm not gonna put like I'm a millionaire on yeah. on my twin on my Tinder app. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying hypothetically. Yeah. I'm not saying you should do this. Um, you rent a Ferrari for two hundred dollars and you take a picture and you go to your buddy's mansion. You take a couple of pictures. I mean that's as flexed out as you can be. You can even rent out like photo shoots and private jets. And they actually do that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't think you should fake your pictures. But I'm saying, okay, you can spend a thousand dollars and be as maxed out, you know, be an Instagram flex person on Tinder. How does a girl right. know your net worth or your, you know, it's like everybody's, you know, given off yeah, hundred percent on the internet. I mean, yeah, that just that whole study was just stupid. I mean, uh, to to be fair, the professor in general was like trying. He was like trying to say that as like a a point to support like people not being racist. Like he was saying, Oh, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But at the same time, like that just gave like more ammo to like trolls and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was just like, uh, so yeah, it's, go ahead. It's, it's, yeah. And, the, and one thing I want to make is mm-hmm. like, yeah, money definitely helps for sure. But what's most important is how do you yeah. use your money yeah. wisely? Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you're, if you're, you know, if you're investing mm-hmm. the money, it's just like in business, right? Some people can right. turn a million dollars into a billion dollars, right? Some people can be super resourceful. They take a small amount of money, mm-hmm. create a bigger cause and get a lot of shit done, right? The same thing when it comes to, you know, with dating, you know, are you using your money wisely? Mm-hmm. Are you investing in yourself, right? So, you know, that $247,000, well, are you spending it on boba and buying korean barbecue <laughs> <laughs> whatever these like these people that they post so much cringe on like subtle asian traits like are you <laughs> wasting it on dumb shit or are you yeah. spending that money on gym memberships yeah or are yeah. you going to like toastmasters <laughs> are you spending the money on you know improv classes yeah. are you sm- spending the money on travel and 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 you know learning new hobbies yeah. no travel is right? i think one of the biggest ones actually just like getting more perspectives in life. And then even just even like on a practical level, like getting like cool pictures. 
<laughs> oh, for sure. So. If if somebody gave me, if if I had an average Asian person, mm-hmm. okay, and they did everything I told them to do, they're willing to put in all the work, and they gave me that two hundred forty-seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and just like here, mm-hmm. Mike, use this this money to work on myself. I I would they would they would blow every every white person out of the water. It would, like it would, it would be like for a sure. order like a thousand sure. percent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I I I would like, agree think with about that. It, the average person like meets what like seven partners their whole lifetime, right? Yeah, and yeah, no, yeah, I've seen that. That's, stat. A, that's a whole life stat, lifetime stat, and then the guys on my immersion are getting that in like two months, and there are you know seventy percent of my guys are are Asian, right? Gotcha. Right. No, hundred percent. It's just you need to put in the Definitely. effort. But it's like so. It's like it's like that eighty twenty principle rule, right? Like. 20, it's only like 10 or 20% of the people that are actually putting in the effort. And then 80% of the people who aren't are just like, yeah, they're just washing down the stats. Right, 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 exactly, exactly. So they're just like not doing anything. And basically they're the ones who are calling that stat to, to be there. Um, but yeah, so you're in the pickup industry, basically. Mm-hmm. Like you would say definitely that you are like a pickup. I would say I'm a, more of a pickup guy. I wouldn't say I really teach relationships. I don't think that's my strong point. Um, uh, it's it's kind of hard to teach relationships in a like a weekend setting, right? So, but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, with these days, there's a lot of backlash online for like that the pickup industry. Have you noticed that? Like, have you noticed more of that? And then are you getting any of that backlash too? It's not really how you do it. Cause I'm, I'm a small company, you know, at the end of the day, like I max out with three clients a weekend. Right. So, um, yeah, it is kind of taboo, right? It's just how you deliver your messages. I would say my content is a little bit on the extreme side. Cause I do post a lot of the, more of the raw footage and raw content. Uh, it's pros and cons, right? Um, so some people like that raw aspect where it's just like, it is real. You can't fake that much footage of like students coming, um, you know, meeting girls then, and things go beyond just end of the night at the club, right? They're, they're hanging out with them afterwards. So, um, as far as back, no, it's not like I got people outside of my condo holding signs. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, uh, it's. Yeah, it's it's been fine. Like it hasn't like life's good, business is good. Yeah, there there sure. There's there's definitely a um a neg- yeah, nobody nobody likes pickup guys. Like it's 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 you have to do look, the way I see it is here's your life, right? Um just live live your life the way you want it to be, right? Um yeah, you're going to talk to some girls and maybe they're in relationships and they don't want to tell talk to you and they tell you to fuck off, but you know, if you get a hundred blowouts, but then you find one girl that likes you and you guys are cool and you hit it off, isn't it worth it? Right. So at the end of the day, like, I don't really care that, you know, it's not the most wholesome content out there, you know, as long as my clients are happy and you know, it, and it's a thriving business. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. And also like, right. cause with this pickup industry in particular, there seems to be a lot of like very, um, like sleazy marketing tactics, you know what I mean? Like, so there's like yeah. all of these guys that are doing stuff like, I guarantee you will get the girl of your dreams in two days or some shit like that, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah. So sure. it's like, it's just that industry has like such a negative connotation. 
but in my mind, I think it's like there's positives and negatives to every situation, right? So it's like any industry, you got to do your research, right? You get into crypto, somebody's trying to sell you shit coins. Uh, you don't do your research, you're gonna lose money, right? You go into the fitness industry, you know, the guy that's selling you the the product, if you know they're taking steroids and <laughs> yeah, yeah. trend, and they tell yeah. you that these rubber bands are gonna give you the same um, results, then you're gonna you're gonna get burned on that product, right? So um, it is kind of unfortunate that some of the guys that are most vul vulnerable to these tactics are the ones that fall for it. If yeah, that makes sense. No, hundred percent. Right? Because because uh, there is a small percentage of guys that they just they don't know what reality is. They're slightly like autistic or they have Asperger's that they, they, they just eat this shit up. Like it's a superpower, but at the end of the day, it's, there's limitations, you know, like, I mean, I've been doing pickup for 10 years. There are girls that wouldn't give me the time of the day. They don't give a, they don't give a fuck how long oh, I've been doing pickup. It's a lot of it is just almost like a numbers game in a way where it's, where yeah. it's just like you're, yeah, yeah it, a, a percentage. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think of it as three mm -hmm. different numbers. It's not okay. one number. Right. It's just like it's like business right. conversion. Right. You need the traffic, but you also have to have mm -hmm. a good product. Right. So um, it, you can have you can run a numbers game. And but if you don't work on your game, you don't work on your conversion. Then, yeah, you talk mm -hmm. to a thousand girls. If only one out of a thousand likes you, then your conversion, you right. have a bad product. Basically, your game mm -hmm. sucks. Right. So I think the idea is to have a balance of talking mm -hmm. to enough girls and making sure that you're not making right. the same mistakes so that you're gotcha. optimizing. Yeah, no, that makes right. total sense. Cause, cause some guys, they don't folk, they, they're just running super heavy, mm -hmm. aggressive numbers game. You know, they're like standing outside of the club waiting for girls to come out. Um, you know, girls are already tired and drunk at that time and they're not really getting mm -hmm. the best conversations. They're just hoping like, you know, if I talk to 50 girls tonight, mm -hmm. I'll get lucky, which but, they probably can. Right. Um, I mean, 50 you don't want to just do that. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing. Some people can get away right. with huge numbers and then they don't work on the, they don't, you know, it's like, um, it's kind of how like good looking guys are lazy right. when it comes to like meeting girls. It's like they're getting enough success where the pain point is not yeah. high enough where they feel motivated gotcha. to, to keep gotcha. going, to do more. Yeah, no, for sure. And then right now, so you do these boot camps, right? And then you're, you're basically teaching mm -hmm. men and, and getting men to approach women in like clubs and like at the mall and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. How does that work during COVID? Because are people like actually receptive still or how do you, or what's the process now? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. you know, uh, in Vegas, we do have to put <laughs> on our masks, yeah. right? So you, you will have to walk around with a mask. But uh, yeah. the process is the same. Look, at the end of the day, they either either the girl mm. talks to you or she does it, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's COVID yeah. or not. There's The way I say it, the way I see it, it's like there's a million reasons mm -hmm. why a girl would not want to talk to you. Yeah. And COVID what about just like them, not seeing right? your face? I always Another, felt like that would be. There's <laughs> yeah, a couple, you know, like. Yeah, so so like, you know, maybe mm. she's late for work. She doesn't want to talk to you. Maybe she right. doesn't like Asian guys. She doesn't want to talk to you. Maybe she's yeah. she has a boyfriend. She doesn't want to talk to you, right? So the mask thing is just yeah. one out of yeah. twenty other things. No, I get you. So it you got to put that into perspective. But it's yeah, it's good. I would think that since you know people don't want to necessarily be in close distance and like with the mask, like that would be like such a big hurdle. Yeah, people don't. Yeah, no, I I think right. there's such a 
like half the people on this planet don't give don't give a shit about COVID. Yeah, it's very. It is, yeah, it's, yeah, must be must be more so here in like yeah, America. A lot of people they don't give a fuck. Care. I mean, they wouldn't be in Vegas if they like you know. <laughs> if there's some seventy year old lady who's like on oxygen tanks and scared of COVID, they wouldn't be in <laughs> Vegas, right? Like just the yeah. natural selection right, of things. Right. Um, and also like you know, if you're some twenty three year old girl and you're not going to change your behaviors that much, you know, you still have mm-hmm. you know if you look at Tinder, Bumble, their stocks are all time highs. Right. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. I think Match.com yeah. Group, the the stocks went up 10x within the last couple of years, especially this year. So, 100%. Um, you know, human behaviors, if you restrict them in one area, there, mm-hmm. it's just law, a law of unintended consequences. They're just going to channel it to mm-hmm. do something else. Right. It's like when, uh, you know, for example, California, when they shut down all the bars and restaurants, guess where do they all flood to? Yeah, like house parties. The house parties, the beach, right? I went to <laughs> yeah, I went yeah. to San Diego uh during July 4th. I've never seen so many people at the beach, right? So mm. fundamentally, I don't think people's behaviors really changed deep down. So approaching has been good. Yeah. Not awesome. Awesome. So, but the clubs are closed though. They're they're so, semi they're right? semi closed. Right. It's like you can yeah. still get a table, but I I mm-hmm. you know like the whole point is not spend money to talk to girls, right? Um, mm-hmm. My philosophy is to not, you know, not try to use money as a substitute crutch to get girls and to focus more mm-hmm. on just using your personality, your conversation skills. So you could technically right. go to the club, but then you're kind of restricted to your own table, which yeah. which kind of defeats the purpose of you yeah. know, doing a boot camp right now. But then, like, what, so what do you do? You're just only in the malls and stuff? Yeah, right now. Like, where, so, where are you at? Yeah, so in Vegas, malls, casinos um mm. you know like cosmo you can roam around the chandelier bar uh gotcha. also fremont street's a little bit more open right so that's mm. uh circa the new casino that just opened up so those are gotcha. the places that we've been going to okay okay and then so so walk us through like once you have one of these clients like what's the process like yeah, so they come in on Fridays. I spend a couple mm-hmm. hours going over mindset, theory, lecture stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I do feel like most of the learning is um, in person, like when they're actually mm-hmm. in front of the girl, right? Because like lectures don't really mean anything, like unless right. you have like a a memory or an experience that anchors like a learning lesson to an actual experience, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when you tell a, a new guy, "Hey, logistics matter. You got to make sure." You know, uh, you know where you parked your car. You got to know like the the easiest route. Because mm. at the end of the day, like girls, they, they just want to have fun. They want the process to be as smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. If you're a guy that's like trying to take them somewhere out at the end of the night to somewhere cool, supposedly, and you're fumbling around, and you don't know where <laughs> you're going. You don't know where you're going. Yeah. You know, you keep making U-turns. They're like, well, you know, because girls, they want to go to the coolest, funnest option that's available, yeah. right? So if I ask a girl, hey, would you like to get pizza with me? And Drake comes up to the girl and be like, hey, would you like to fly my private helicopter? I'm going to lose. Right. right? So, they're, right. so it's like they're, they're always evaluating, like, you know, if they're new to Vegas or whatnot, they want, they want to do the coolest shit that their night can offer. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but yeah, if, if you don't know the logistics and things like that, then, you know, a lot of times you're going you're gonna to mess it up. Right? Yeah, no, She's just going to be like, you don't know what you're doing, so I'm out of here. Right. I remember one time I parked my car at the win and uh, yeah, I parked it on the encore side mm. and I was 
uh, leaving with a girl and I walked to the wrong side of the casino and we spent 15 minutes looking for my car and she's like, yeah, dude, I'm out of here. And that was a very vivid memory of like seven years ago that I never, I never forget to this day. So now whenever I park my car, I I always type like what floor, (laughs) what row, what aisle. You know, for, well now my car has GPS in it, so right. like, which is which is good. But if you tell a new guy, hey, focus on logistics, know yeah. where to go. Um, until they like fuck up an actual poll where it's like so close to the prize, yeah. they're not gonna right. remember, right? So you do the lecture because you have to. But most of the learning is uh, in the field. They go talk to a girl. Um, usually, I'll point out the girls yeah. because I guess I'm pretty good at like pointing them uh-huh. out. Like I just know what's what has potential gotcha gotcha um i mic them up so i can hear what they're oh, saying okay. so yeah so my job is literally the finger guy <laughs> like go talk to go that go, guy go talk to that girl or go talk to that girl yeah. yeah and they come back i give them some mm-hmm. feedback i think that iterative process is really important you don't want to give them all the feedback at the end it's like just one or two things because there's only so much you can learn like per hour right if you give people too much stuff they 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 overload and then they burn out right so it's just like they go in they come back i give them like one or two tips and then they do the next one so it's just iterative give them like a specific line to go with or how do you how do they get started no i i believe on just having core conversation abilities the thing with lines is they work Mm -hmm. they work because they're tested right right? so there are like routines and lines that work but the problem is it's kind of like a crutch. It's kind of like um, using right. alcohol, right? There are guys that when they drink, they become in a talkative mood, mm-hmm. right? And they're in state. But but think about it. Over months and years goes by, they don't actually get better, right? It's just a temporary bump in, I guess, um, mm-hmm. ability, but it just flatlines, right. right? That's the problem with routines is like, it gives them the confidence of having mm-hmm. something to say right uh but but it caps out it doesn't keep growing it's like you just you learn how to Mm -hmm. deliver some lines and you have some routines but then once you run out of routines then you become a become a dud right it's like very different right right so so how do they do they just say like hi or something or what what do they do yeah how's how's your night going i might give them like something i observe Mm -hmm. oh like Hey, I noticed this, um, she's from here. Right. But generally speaking, like if you meet somebody, it's like, where are you from? How do you guys know each other? What are you guys celebrating? Mm. And and those are good conversation starters. Right. So if if you know geography, that's always good. Yeah. You you know, so with the nightclub scene, like that makes a lot of sense. I always feel like it's, it's more nerve wracking when it's like in person Mm -hmm. or sorry, not, not in person, but, um, in like the mall or something. Right. Like what's like, what do you think about that? That's just perception. Uh, girls are actually nicer during the daytime, uh, during the daytime at the malls. Yeah, they, they are. It's, uh, it's guys that are used to night, nighttime environments. They're not used to the day because it feels like it's out of place. Right. Um, so guys that mm. go out a lot that drink with their buddies, like, well, yeah, you're at the club. So people talk at the club, but nobody approaches at the mall. So it's more of just a, a mental block. Mm. But if you actually go out and approach girls yeah. during the mall time, they're actually really nice because um, Interesting. it's just simpler because at the nighttime, you know, a girl could lose her phone. So she's taking it out on you. Um, I don't know if she like 
slips and falls and she's taking it out on you. She'd been approached by five other random dudes that pissed her off. She's taking it out on you. Uh, sleep deprivation. So it's just like, it's more, it's way more chaotic during nighttime. So you can, you have more of a, a higher standard deviation of possible interactions from really friendly, Mm. from really friendly and potentially like she's really into you to like extreme anger. Like they're throwing a cup of ice in your face. Right. But that's also Mm -hmm. a good learning experience. Whereas like daytime is just very, just like pleasant, wholesome, you know, it's pleasant conversations. You're never going to. And then how do you like, so how do you get it started with like the daytime stuff? Because I always feel like if I, if I was like going to do something like that, I would feel like I was like, like they would think I'm some like salesman or something you like just that. Go to you know her, I mean? Hey, uh, you know, I know it's random, but I thought you were really cute and I wanted to come meet you. My name is Mike. Mm. Right. So if you just stay, gotcha. so if you tell super... the girl, like your, your statement, your, your intentions, um, and you do it in a yeah. calibrated way, then that's fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've also seen like, I've been like at oh. a Starbucks and I, I recall like seeing like a guy try to do that to a girl and he like bombed so hard. And I was like, wow. But but like that yeah. mind that that yeah. image like suck uh stuck right? with me and it made me it made me like kind of like was, was he in line or what like what what ha- where in starbucks um no he was actually like we were sitting across mm-hmm. from each other and then he sat next to the girl and he said like something okay. like that but then he but but the problem was like he was um he he was like a way too pushy yeah that's the thing with daytime like, like <laughs> don't like don't be too yeah. touchy like yeah. it, you, you got to be more yeah, laid yeah. back during daytime you know, it's, it's yeah, because the girl was like, right, because yeah. the girl was like, kind of like being like, I don't want you to talk <laughs> to me. But then he kept on like pushing it. And I was like, just cringing, yeah. like being across the, the well, you know, it. it's OK. Right. You know, I, I've everybody has those cringe. And yeah, it's, it's it's part of the process of getting what you want. Right. Totally. So it's like, totally. you got to fail. To, yeah. Like, succeed. It's like at the end of the day, 10 years later, when you have your hot girlfriend, you're traveling the world. Does it really matter mm-hmm. that you cringed a couple of girls 10 years ago at Starbucks? Right. It's like, right. you gotta, you gotta, uh, just yeah. have that broader long-term perspective. perspective. Yeah. 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 And that girl is going to forget, you know, you're not, you know, <laughs> yeah. Sh- no, yeah, no, it's, it's all, it's all just a mental thing. Yeah. It's like that it's girl totally might totally like, yeah, yeah, she might be annoyed, but it's not like you're, you fucked up her life, right? You didn't, you right, didn't make right, her yeah. quit grad school. You didn't make her lose her job. Yeah. She was yeah. annoyed for five minutes, you know? Big deal. Yeah, no, for sure. So, okay. So, um, with Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Vegas seems like a really good city. Like it's like I'm, cause I'm also a, a Las Vegas or Las Vegan. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's a really good city for like hookups. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, how is the, like the actual dating scene? Like, can you give some compare and contrast on that or. I mean, dating's okay. I mean, there's mm-hmm. like 2 million people that live in the city. So certainly right. it's possible, but there's definitely challenges when it comes to dating because I'm going to say Vegas doesn't necessarily have the most academically driven girls, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't have, you know, we don't have UC schools. We don't have Berkeley Har- you know, Har- you know, Harvard or, um, uh, Ivy league school. So, yeah. you know, most of the industry is like hospitality. So, yeah. um, you do when you're meeting girls at clubs. A lot of times, it is uh, they're out of town, mm-hmm. right? So um, long distance obviously sucks, right? Right. So either put up a long distance or you you date girls that live in town, um, which are more 
you know, like I said, they, they work in the yeah, hotel like or service industry. Waitresses like and that. stuff like that. Yeah. But it's, de- it's, de- it's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, I would say, I don't mm. think it's the best city for dating. For like long-term I'll t- I'll, dating. I'll tell sure. you that. Yeah. I don't think it's the best city to find a wife <laughs> for long-term, <laughs> yeah. uh, for long-term date, yeah. uh, long-term dating. But again, it's like I feel like with pickup, it's it's just kind of like wealth building, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's like the learning phase, and then there's like the enjoying life phase, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Same with wealth building. You you got the growing phase, and then you built your nest nest egg, and you're enjoying life, and you do what you want, mm-hmm. right? So learning pickup is kind of like your goal isn't to find your dream wife, right? Like the goal right. when you start pickup, when you start working on this, like uh, I'll get guys that says, well, I don't I don't like. I don't like blonde girls. I don't like Asian girls I don't, or whatever. I don't like meeting girls during the day. So I always tell them my goal isn't to help you like find the one. It's to give you the tool sets. Mm-hmm. It's to give you some new experiences that you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. So that once you learn it, then you can, you can once you're good, you can go wherever you want. Right. Right. And then you, you could flex your new found skill set yeah. and, and you want to go to Mexico. Great. You want to go to, you know, some, yeah. you know, whatever you want. It's, it's, it's fine. But, uh, but to kind of answer your question, it is definitely the best city to learn how to approach and meet mm-hmm. girls from a wide variety of backgrounds, education, socioeconomic, mm-hmm. uh, ethnicities. It's the perfect place. And then, you know, if you bomb yeah. and, fail you're never going to see them again the next week and it's also like it's it's like very acceptable to to like uh, approach girls here in vegas yeah because it's it's like um exactly like because girls understand that you're not here to have a relationship with them so it's like it's like they get like they want to hook up right so so that's kind of good yeah Um, i guess to, yeah. to add to that, yes, there is a percentage of girls that right. want to hook up, but there's also a lot that don't. <laughs> so, and th- there are a lot of girls that like do want relationships. So, I like that mm. spread. So, whatever type of girl you're looking for, oh, I'm talking about it. like on like the tourists, like more like the tourism side. You, you're talking about like girls who live in Vegas. Both, both, just just the nutshell of all the girls you're gonna meet right, going right. out, right? So, uh, not every girl wants to hook up. Just. Uh, maybe like ten yeah. percent. There, there's still a big percentage of girls that like they just want to like party and stuff, anybody, so. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. no, for exactly. sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you recommend uh, people to live here? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, we both live <laughs> yeah. here, right? It's it's yeah. great. It's it's it's, um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. good for meeting girls. It's good for yeah, cost of living, right? Yeah. A lot of good Asian food. A lot of good food in general, five minutes from the airport, yeah. right? Uh, some of the best conventions right. in the world. If you like to learn, go to networking events. It's good. Um, good mm-hmm. weather. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been yeah. And I think it's going to get great. better in terms of like other industries too. Cause I think everybody from LA and like in SF too, like a lot of them moved over here. So I think like other industries are going to pop up yeah. and make this like into a more diverse town. Yeah. A lot of YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. YouTubers for sure. Um, so I think it's going to end up like becoming like just an extension of LA almost. Cause I moved okay. here from LA. How many years ago? Uh, two months ago. Oh, okay. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, dude, no taxes, dude. That's the main thing. <laughs> One of the main things. And yeah, just, it's a fun city too. Yeah. 
Just the tax savings yeah. alone. Some people like can buy houses with the amount of yeah. tax savings. Oh yeah, for sure. If you're like making a million dollars, you you can buy a house just with the tax savings. Exactly. So yeah, no, I think I think overall Vegas has a lot of potential as like a as a good city, as like a really good city for people. Um, especially dudes. Um okay, so let's let's talk about like what is your logistical game plan when you go out to the clubs? Like what what do you do? What's like your first step? And then how do you like bring them to like whatever you want it to bring them? Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty easy. You just go up, you yeah. talk to them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not gonna go into the nitty gritty details, right. but at the end of the day, um, you talk to them and you wanna get them into a one-on-one -on -one conversation, right. basically, right? A lot of guys make the same mistake of they, they approach three girls and then they just stay mm -hmm. in the same spot and they talk to three girls and then one of them wants to go to the bathroom and then they all leave. Mm -hmm. Right. So gotcha. you're not really like pursuing one person. You're kind of just being friendly towards the whole group. And that usually never goes anywhere. Okay. Right? So the idea is like you approach a group okay, and you focus on the person that you like the most, obviously, hopefully you pick that out before you entered. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you gradually start distancing away from the other people. And then you focus on her but then you want to get her like maybe five feet away from her friends. So then you can have that one-on-one -on -one conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's where you really get to know that person, right? Cause you're not going to talk about your childhood stories with a girl and she's standing next to her three friends. Right. Right. But the idea is you want to get her, uh, in an isolated spot where you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, yeah. And then the idea is to, uh, either take her to the dance floor or the bar away from her friends. Mm -hmm. And do you have a wingman have usually to... when you do this? Uh, well, it just depends. Gotcha. I can do I can do a solo mm -hmm. for myself, right? Uh, if I'm coaching, sometimes I'll have another student wing the rest of the, um, the girl, yeah. rest of the group. Uh, wing is not a necessity. In fact, if your wingman sucks, it's better to do, just it, by do it by yourself. Interesting. Yeah. If your wingman is not top tier statistically your wing is more likely to fuck up and piss off the other friends mm -hmm. than then he's actually helping you out for sure for sure and most most wings will not stick in the interaction like for two hours just to help you out unless you're really yeah. you know it's like your close homie where you guys have like <laughs> yeah. a bro code. no that's happened I'm to getting me before, paid actually. a wing <laughs> i've had that situation happen where my friend had to like stay the whole like interaction and then I like, and he didn't like yeah. the girl at all. So that was a good friend. <laughs> that's, that's the story of my life. That's why my dating sucks. I'm winging students oh, yeah. on the weekend. I, literally I've winged like 300 pound <laughs> girls for like three hours, Damn. you know, like I had, I'm very dedicated to my students. I will, I mean, it's my job. I will, especially if it's a guy like he's oh, a yeah. virgin, you know, I will do everything I can to get this. I've literally fucking. It was like, yeah, some virgin student. And then we ended up, yeah. it was two girls, right? Obviously the one he liked and yeah. then the 300 pounder that I was winging. We pulled, we, you know, yeah. we brought him back to our place. I, I took the 300 pound girl, mm -hmm. took her to my room and I turned on Netflix and we just <laughs> no sat in way. there and I just. And I just I <laughs> That's just hilarious. <laughs> Holy That's crap. going above that and hilarious. beyond. But yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my it's a God. lot of work. Um, so. <laughs> So yeah, so ideally you want to get the girl away from her friends. Um, and that's a huge indicator. If a girl doesn't want to 
leave her friends like it's not it's not a very good it's not very solid right so a lot a lot of guys will overread be like oh she's smiling she's talking a lot she's twirling her hair none of that shit really matters that much because some girls are just friendly some girls just like talking to everybody it doesn't mean that they like you so the biggest test really is just is a friend down is a girl down to leave her friends to hang out with you if she's like, yeah, I'll see my friends later, or I, you know, I'm down to say goodbye to my friends and I'll go with you one on one to the dance floor. That's that's something that's not fakeable. That's a very like accurate assessment of a, if a girl likes you. The girls with you on the dance floor, and then now now what? Yeah. So the idea is just getting the girl, uh, having the girl more comfortable walking around with you, right? So it's like you're practicing leading and. You know, she trusts you. And whenever you move to a different location, it builds. It's kind of like watching a movie, right? If the movie is just one scene for two hours, it gets really boring, right? But if the movie is taking you to different locations, different settings, it's almost like um, you get to know the person faster, right? Plus, every time you take her somewhere, it's kind of you're you're kind of uh, she. Yeah, she's just following your lead. And then by the time. By the time you ask her, hey, let's hang out afterwards. Let's go. Let's go here for a bite. Hey, let's check out the condo. Let's check out the view. Whatever. Um, she's already so acclimated to hanging around with you and following you that it's going to be a lot easier. Gotcha. Right. So, like specifically, though, are you like, are you just taking her throughout the hotel, like places inside the hotel, kind of thing? Like, well, are you? At- well, it it just like mm, just there's no hard that. rules with girls. There's no, like, I have to do A, B, C. If a girl likes you, you can literally say hello and let's get, you know. I mean, yeah, I've had girls that literally look me up and down, be like, I want to go home with you. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And it's like, you know, one step. I've approached girls where um, I approach them as they're leaving the club and we just walk straight to my car. You know what I'm saying? If she likes you, you don't have to do any of this stuff. So at the end of the day, you have to calibrate. So the more she likes you, the less you have to do. The less, the, the you know, if she's like a shy Asian girl who's always been sheltered, well, then you're going to, you know, you're going to have to build more comfort. You're going to have to get to know her more to, to build that trust. And you, you're basically going to have to go at whatever the pace the girl lets you, right? Because you can't, you can't force it if she's not, she's not comfortable. So are you kind of like... So let's say you, the girl seems like she kind of likes you, right? Mm-hmm. And then are you kind of like, oh, you want to go back to the condo? And then if she's like, no, then you're like, okay, we want to go get food or something. Is that how you or like? What yeah, you, 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 yeah. So yeah. if you can't do it in one shot, you, you break it down mm. to smaller steps. Like you want to get food instead. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and then you, after the food, you try to go to the condo mm. again. Okay. Right. So you're just taking yeah. more, more steps. Mm. Um, sometimes I, I, I figure out why, mm-hmm. right? Because there could be different reasons why she doesn't want to go to the condo. Right. So it's always good to like figure out the whys because girls have. How do you know, do that? A lot of different reasons. Uh, sometimes you could just ask her, right? She might. She well usually say, yeah. You could just literally ask her why. How come? She's like, I can't leave my friends. She might say like, oh, we're not gonna do anything, or like, I can't have sex with you. Then you could just be like, we're not gonna do anything. Right. So it could be a lot of different, uh, a lot of different reasons. So, but it's like pickup is all about problem solving. Right. Cause at the end of the day, it's like you meet a girl 
and you have a conversation, but you don't really know all the factors surrounding her, right? What are her obligations? Who's she with? Is she obligated? You know, is this her work employee that she has to entertain? Does she have to get up early in the morning? Is she responsible for her friend's ride? So you're 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 basically a problem solver. It's like, how do I get the girl to like me, but also uh, solve all her other problems that she has to deal with, right? It's like, you know, you meet a girl, she loses her phone. Okay, well, you're fucked. You better help her find her phone, right? So it's like, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of, yeah. You get what no, I mean. yeah, 100%. Cool. Okay, cool. So what's your take on, like, online dating now? Are you doing online dating? Oh, mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. Online dating is great. Um, from a skill-building point of view, I don't think it will actually make you a better person at the same speed as just putting your balls on the line and approaching people in real life. Right. I would say it's a supplement. I would say it's like going out in person, 75% online dating is 25% when you're starting out. I think that's like a, the breakdown, but, uh, you know, but when you're good, again, you can break rule. You do whatever you want. Right. If you're, if you're already happy with your capabilities and you want to just use online dating, whatever, do whatever you want, right? Like if I'm traveling to Mexico, I'm not going to fly to Mexico to like run up and down the mall trying to speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you mean. Right? It's, yeah, not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good to return yeah, no. on investment, right? It's just like I'm wasting my time speaking bo- uh, broken Spanish that I barely know how to speak using Google Translate. Yeah, it's other countries are dating. seem a lot easier too for Tinder and stuff. Like what, what country have you yeah. been to that you think Correct. is like pretty good? Mexico is good. Colombia, Thailand, Taiwan's pretty good. Basically, do you need to know e- Spanish for Colombia? It helps. Mexico, or? It helps. It helps. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you didn't though, right? Yeah, it's like a, you didn't know a successful American guy who speaks perfect Spanish that has game that makes six figs, like most Asian guy, is gonna kill it in South America, uh, Latin America. He's gonna mm. kill it. And there's definitely been a boom of. Like when I was in Mexico and I went on YouTube, you know, they mm-hmm. have their like Mexican trending page because every country they have their own trending page, right? Right. Four out of the 10 trending videos were Asian music videos. Interesting. So they're into like K-pop and stuff. Yeah, they're into like Asians. So, huh. um, and Latina girls are very nurturing. They're very warm. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's been really, it's, it's really Yeah, good. no, Latin I love Latinas. Latinas are like, I think, might be my favorite, actually. <laughs> yeah, they're they're very feminine. They're nice. Yeah. They, they they like they just know how to do everything, right? This girl yeah. went on a Tinder day with like she bought a house. She did all the drywall herself. I'm like, what? Yeah, like that's yeah. And sexy, then there's just like you know? like Latinas like very broad too. Like there's a ton of different types of Latinas. Yeah. So it's just like there's you can kind of get whatever whatever kind of person you want. Um, I also like Asians and other races too, though. Yeah, but, Asians yeah. are good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, okay, so do you have that sheet that I gave you? I was, I was wondering if you can just roast my online dating profile. What you think? Yeah, how are you going to – are you going to screencast it or how are you going to show – Oh, like, I'm just going to edit about? it. Yeah, I'm going to edit it, like the video and I'm going to put it in there. Yeah, okay, cool. It's not bad. I mean, do you do a lot of online dating? Or? No, I actually literally just started um, like like a month ago. Okay, cool. And like, uh, yeah, I'll tell you my issues, but you, if okay. there's any like problems that you see. Yeah, I mean, the picture qualities are, are not bad. I mean, it looks like it's taken with a DSLR. It's, it's great. Yeah, um, yeah. 
the, the basically the main feedback is you didn't take these pictures specifically for Tinder. You took pictures from somewhere else. That, okay. Like maybe the first picture was taken from a wedding and you cropped it. Right? Yes, correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, you cropped it, and the second one, I, I don't know where. Yeah, it that was one was at, in like but, Thailand, but yeah. yeah. Third one, you cropped it. It's just like go, just re. Like I like the suits and everything. Just retake, retake it. By yourself. Just by yourself. Like, by yourself. like a professional photo yeah. shoot. Okay. Because, because, um, you know, I've been doing a lot of photography, but like people who don't do photography, um, a lot, they think that it's these pictures are just like, oh, I'm going about my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and somebody takes a picture and somebody takes a picture and it's like a it's just a snapshot of my life it doesn't work like that right like photography is like making a movie so they're all they're they're, you know they're contrived you know if you look at a fitness influencers like picture it's not like oh i i I just got done from the gym is how i look you know they're spending like 30 minutes getting ready for that picture and it, it, it's almost like you're making a hollywood movie like everything is just you know the things are placed there you know it's very like carefully calculated and let's say you're a girl and using the same picture but you're female how would a how would a how would somebody open your picture right like the first first picture would be like nice suit second picture would be like nice what are you looking at right and then Third picture is like, who's that guy holding? So you you want to basically what I would say is keep your pictures relatively simple, but like have a clear defined what emotion you're trying to invoke, right? Maybe one is like, you can use cliche pictures, right? Like, oh, like one picture is like, I'm a world traveler. So maybe you're in Dubai or like, I, I would use like a really uh, like noticeable landmark. Because t- like I said, Tinder is like normal girls they're not like you know it's 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 a subset of the normal population right you don't want to pick a landmark that's too hard to too hard to to understand some some very some very obvious landmark so it's kind of like i'm a i'm a traveler right so you're going to get the girls that are into like traveling right if you want a picture where you're showing your physical abilities well you better like not drink any water that morning make sure you're dry as fuck um, yeah. get up, you know, do push-ups for like 30 minutes, get that pump, make sure the lighting is harsh, you know, it, dude, it, I don't think I'm anywhere close to that at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. So, I know you're like pretty buff. Like, so you're pretty, pretty yeah, good. I get lean once every three years, update my pictures. <laughs> I don't look like my Tinder pics gotcha, anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, maybe like a cute dog picture mm. would be, would be good. Right. Yeah. So or like you playing a guitar or just some sort of emo- it's just like what when you're right right like some kind of action i, I get what you mean like if there's so, some kind of like hobby or action that you're doing that helps or something so that, that people can that ask they could they could talk it. about right mm. um you know it's okay to flex right you can bar- like get a nice car take a picture i mean mm. you live in vegas so i mean it you know you're trying to maximize your your target demographics right right so i like to have like one of each type of pictures that way if i meet the gold diggers i have <laughs> you know i have the ferraris and the teslas yeah. and the the view from the you know from yeah. the from the condo right so it, you actually so you're using like someone else's ferrari or what do you mean like you're actually it's like my, it's, it's my friend's ferrari yeah. but i have my tesla too mm. but like 
So you just use that and okay. Well, the girl's not gonna like read your scan your license plate and go to the DMV. (laughs) No, no, I know, but like, if you ever meet them, does that ever pose an issue? Like, what happened to your Ferrari? (laughs) Yeah, nobody, 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 nobody. Nobody's ever. I mean, I'm I I drive a Tesla, so it's like nobody's complaining. Right, right. You can't really do that if you're like if you're driving like a beat up like Toyota Corolla. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, she's already showed up on the date. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, to be honest. I'm not. I don't think you should like overly lie with your pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I do think it's okay to like plan it out and stage it a little bit. I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. If yeah, you yeah. want to like clean, if you want to clean up your skin, um, you kind of have to play the game that everybody else is playing because girls are using filters mm, left and right for sure. So I'm okay. Um, if you want to use Face App, that's a great app to really tune mm-hmm. your face. That's really amazing. You should. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Uh, face app's really good. So let me ask you this. Um. Uh, hold on one sec. Okay. So in terms of online dating, right? Like what I find mm-hmm. recently, like I've just started doing it, right? And what I find it's like most, it's a lot of wasted time, and that like is like mm-hmm. just super annoying for me as like an entrepreneur. Like, what do you like? Do you yeah. find that too, or or what do you what do you see with online dating? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, there are definitely ways that you can streamline it. Okay, so. I mean, I have friends that treat it like a CRM for like work automation, right? They'll literally outsource it to like guys in Philippines where they pay $3 an hour uh, to, to, to outsource it. So if that's something that you, you want to do, you can definitely spend a little bit of upfront time to create a system and then you just mm-hmm. have somebody else give you leads. So that's, gotcha. So they just that's, what they just do the swiping and then like the initial contact. And yeah, kinda... some, some, yeah, I get the contact and just. Is that what you do, do by the way? Dude, I, I, I just buy, I have like Tinder Gold and Bumble, so I don't even swipe. I just wait for them to... To like you, and then you just... To see. like me. I just look at the ones that already like me. Yeah, that's a like good, that's back. actually a good point. I mean, I haven't uh-huh. done that. But does that like, it, like lower your chances of getting like people, or does, it doesn't really matter? It, it's brutal. Like it, the, right now, the way it's set up is like, you have to pay to get exposure. Because the problem with Tinder and Bumble is like, they're throttling your exposure to girl. It's not that they're, it's not like the girls aren't matching you back. It's just that there's more guys than girls on Tinder. So it's like, there's a deck of guys. So if you're a girl and you open up Tinder, there's like a deck of like five people on the queue, right? It's just like, you're not in one of those decks. So it's like most of the time, if you're not getting a swipe back, it's like, they don't even see you. You have to pay for, you're literally paying Bumble for them to put you on their yeah no that's a good point that's actually a and it's fucked up yeah it's it's way worse than it was back in 2013 where it's like you know it's just some dude who made tinder before it got bought out by match.com and now match is it's a very mature company that literally they're like the monopoly of all dating you know they they own every dating site you know plenty of fish okay cupid farmers only you know match like every okay e-harmony they fucking own everything Right. And they know they they're these guys have so much data. They're like Facebook. They know like, oh, you live in San Francisco. You're an Asian guy. You probably make this much money. So I could probably charge this much. You're willing to pay this much for a Tinder boost. You know, you go to Mexico, you make Tinder boosts are like way cheaper and you get more matches because the average guy in Tinder and, it, and they're charging very geography mm-hmm. specific. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's, so basically, up, if you're you know? get a, gonna get any success on online yeah. dating, you have to pay for it. <laughs> you would say, 
You don't have to. I have friends who have like seven phones. There, mm. uh, there's, I mean, it's probably more than this discussion can hold. But there's there's okay. a lot of hacks. There's there's ways where you can buy accounts with gift cards, refund it. I mean, some really shady. <laughs> shit. I mean, I don't even using, think we need to go using, into that. Like, I'm not. I don't even think it's a money thing. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. like mm-hmm. the amount of auto. Oh no, I was just gonna say it's it's not even about the money thing. It's like sometimes I don't even know if it's worth it because. Like, if I'm already not getting that much success at all, like I don't even know if like if me paying for uh-huh. it is even worth it. But you're saying it is. Yeah, you. Well, you really have to optimize your profile and pictures because again, it's 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 traffic times conversion, right? You're paying for the traffic, but at the end of the day, it's your profile's right, right. So you just gotta get your profile up right? to par. So, so yeah, so I wouldn't be spending a lot of money if you haven't optimized your profile as much as you can. Right. So here's the thing, right? Like you, you work for a lot of publications that there's an element of status, right? There's an Mm -hmm. element of clout. Right. Does that make sense? When I, when I look at your profile, you just look like an Asian guy in a suit. Yeah. That makes sense. So you, you really gotta like how to, you know, maybe you on some like (laughs) Forbes.com, you on fuck, you know, you you gotta really flex. Cause otherwise, there's too many Asian guys online dating that gotcha. you're, you're, we're so all. So you're like, so the Forbes.com thing. So how would that work? You, it would be like if you're like on like an article, you would actually like clip that article in. You think? Well, well you're interviewing high profile mm. guys, right? Maybe, I'm interviewing Mike. <laughs> uh, a picture. <laughs> so. I'm not famous. Did nobody? Girls don't know. <laughs> the only people that know me are Asian guys who play video games. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Will not help you with dating, okay. uh, but. So, yeah. So like when you're, when you're, when you're getting into photography, think, think about this. Like, mm-hmm. how do I, um, I'm always making content for my YouTube channel vlogs. So I'm just like, can I use this somewhere? Can I, you know, if I'm vlogging somebody, mm. you know, you're out, maybe you're on the set of whatever that bling empire, um, can, <laughs> can you, you know, yeah. you're, you're holding a microphone that stands out, right? It's like it, immediately, mm. you know, uh, if a girl's scrolling, like what's going to get a girl to stop, like what's going on gotcha. here. Gotcha. Right. How is this unique? So one thing you can do is actually create a girl profile and just see what other guys' mm-hmm. pictures are there. And they're all pretty bad usually. And then. Right. And and if you stop at another yeah. guy's profile, ask yourself, mm, well, why did you this stop? This is a really good tip, actually. This is really good. Right. So you want to yeah. reverse engineer, um, you know, how other people are doing it. Yeah. So no, no, that's really good to get more matches. I think one of my biggest problems is like, dude, the girls that I talk to, it's like, okay, you talk, you talk, and then it's like ghost. Like, do you, you run into this, or how's how yeah. do you? Yeah, they're just, they have, they're yeah. lazy. Girls on Tinder are lazy because <laughs> dick is everywhere. <laughs> it's it's a bunch. Like, yeah. and it's just, they're not, and that's like the main time waster. It's like if I'm like like literally, I'll talk to a girl and she'll be like, "Oh, you know what? I can't meet this week, but next week we'll do it, right?" And then I'll be like, "Okay," and then I'm still texting her yeah. for the whole week, and then next week comes and then ghost, and then you know, it's it's unfortunate. It's 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 it's, it, mm-hmm. it's almost like game theory. It's like evolution. How do you protect yourself from not wasting your time? It is. A so very there's no way to there's no way that you found to right? get around that. It's just that's just the, the game that you have to play. So like when I take girls on dates, I don't do super elaborate stuff. I invite gotcha. them to like a restaurant close to me or I, you know, like if I Uber them, like I make sure they get in the Uber mm-hmm. before I even take a shower, you know, so because like they get in the Uber. Sometimes I'll even like okay. offer to Uber a girl, 
Because then I know the yacht in because right. I see them on my Uber app. And then that's when I shower <laughs> and get ready, right? It's like, yeah. how do I optimize? Your time, like, yeah. How do you optimize your time? Because at the, end, at the end of the day, yeah, we're all busy guys. We're, yeah. we're, hu- we're hustling entrepreneurs. Dude, it's the, you know, time is money. That, that's only the worst hours part in of day. it. Because like, I'm such a busy guy. And then when people waste my time on this shit, like, I'm just so pissed. And oh, then, that's the worst. And yeah, it's like some girl that exactly. works at like Starbucks. And then I'm just like, dude, like, I just don't, you know, don't even want to like, deal with this. But I guess like like you said, it's just part of the game, huh? Yeah, you can you can upload, you can front load it. Just be like, hey, I'm a busy guy. Just I'd really appreciate okay, it gotcha. if you respect, you know, like if, if this time works for you, I'd really appreciate it. But, you know, definitely like all your interviews with like, uh, you could flex the shit out of that, okay? Um, also with Asian girls, it's just like, it's like rice jokes, boba jokes. My mom is overbearing. It's just like, how do you post the same shit for? Uh, it's like, go oh, do some other shit. Just fucking move out, right? So the point I'm trying to make is uh, because you're interviewing these um, celebrities that everybody else is talking about, if you put that on your profile, it's it's going to make you super stand out since every most Asian girls just like the same shit. Yeah, every other Asian girl likes so not all, but there's, but there's definitely a trend where it's yeah. like above average. Yeah, I'm not too like if a girl's like, oh, I like boba. I don't I'm not like I like boba too, so I'm not really. Yeah, like, I like it too. I that. just don't fucking <laughs> spend my whole day posting about it. You know, I yeah, I'm not posting about boba all day. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I like it though. I mean, but it's like, do black people make an internet forum <laughs> where they just talk about eating fried chicken and watermelon every single day? <laughs> hey, guess what? Today <laughs> I ate a watermelon. Let's, you know what? It's been, it's been <laughs> two so minutes funny. since I made a water. <laughs> Black people don't do that, right? Like, what are they talking about? Hustling. Holy crap. Yeah. Making, making content, <laughs> you know, yeah. sports. Why, why can't we spend our energy to like do something fucking original or productive? Jeez. I know. I mean, I mean, I, I will say there is some value to subtle Asian traits. Like there is some like original content, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like yeah, a lot of it's yeah. like <laughs> the same, the same stuff over and over. It, it is cool though that you have a, a nice little community going. Yeah. But um, yeah, for sure. So <laughs> okay, so <laughs> with the the online dating thing, yeah, it's a big time waster. Do you so for you your percentage wise, um, are you doing mostly online? Like okay, for yourself, I mean, are you doing mostly online or so uh, it's a little bo- dude, to be honest. Mm. Like I've done pickup for ten years. Talking to yeah. girls is kind of like a waste of time, dude. <laughs> girls is, it is? girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm focused more on uh, just my career. I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, dude. I've been talking to girls for 10 years. I'm not. So your career to... is, is what just pick up? Yeah. Like, pick up or... investing. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. I just got a house. So just, just, yeah, just, nice. just working on that nest egg and yeah. Um, you know, if I ever so you're okay. So you got a house. That's another good question. Um, are you moving out of like the strip? Yeah. I'm going to be moving out in okay. six months. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm actually thinking about getting a house as well. But do you think that that hurts your ability to like party and stuff? No, no, it's gonna be the same thing. It's, look, dude, it's it's ten minutes away. If the girl doesn't, doesn't want like to do you it. enough to ride in a car for ten minutes, it's, then it's like. But it's yeah, the it. convenience factor is great. I love this place, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, not, it's just not the best investment. I'm just throwing money down the drain every. Oh, so you month. bought your condo? Uh, no, I'm renting it. Oh, you're renting your condo. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. So my mortgage for my house, a four thousand square feet house, is two k a month and my mm-hmm. rent here is like 3500 3500 yeah well yeah you could get a bigger house in or like if you wanted to uh, it's just not that it matters house. <laughs> it's pretty big 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. No, because yeah. I know the the sizing out here is like much bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's um, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing that as well. I I do love the convenience of being on oh, the strip it's though. So good, dude. It's, it's like, so nice. I, like that's the other thing I was wondering is like maybe should I buy like a condo instead? But like I was looking at the HOA fees are insane. It's so a lot. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's not that's really worth definitely it. Definitely a better investment, but you know, yeah, depends on what you value. Depends on what um, you value. But you've yeah. only been here for two months, so. Yeah, uh, maybe stay there for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna buy a house until August. Okay. But the main thing is like I have money that I want to invest too in the real estate market, so that's like another yeah. thing. Yeah. So cool, cool, man. What part of uh, town are you going to? Southwest, so like Blue Southwest, Diamond. Okay. Blue Diamond. Henderson's kind of far. Summerlin's kind of far. Yeah. And Summerlin's uh, more pricier. So for the value and being closer to the strip. Yeah. Um, I think my house is like the good medium the good yeah. optimal southwest is like is that where enterprise is yeah around there that's yeah. that's where that's that's like an asian area isn't it or or no i don't know no never <laughs> been <laughs> yeah yeah because i i heard that 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 area has like the most asians in vegas it's kind of on the way to ikea you know it's like that, gotcha yeah gotcha, cool. a little bit south yeah i'm looking at um like sort of like near downtown and a little bit like around that area like i don't know Rhodes ranch you know what that is no, I heard there was like a it. mansion around there. Huh? I heard there was like a mansion around there. I don't know. Is there? I'm not oh, too familiar know. with downtown, but there's a lot of weird people there, man. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't be like in downtown. It would be like a little bit what's, outside. What's, um, what's, but yeah, they have. Yeah. What's your reason why you want to you pick that? Area? Oh, go over there? Yeah. Well, okay. So it's not specifically there, but there is a house that I, that I do specifically want that is there. Mm-hmm. So if that house doesn't work out, then I'm open to being wherever. But it's just um, that specific house is like kind of what I want. But yeah, no, th- dude, this was awesome, man. I think the online dating stuff was actually super interesting. Um, I think with the in-person stuff, dude, that's it's that's definitely like really hard. I think for a lot of people, like me included, like I'm just like, dude, holy crap, it seems like such a step. <laughs> dude, you should come out, like, uh, ta- dude, you should tag along on some okay. of these boot camps and uh, be, and see what it's like. Fun. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's, it's I'm not down. Too bad. I'm down to contribute too if you need like yeah, if you want like to someone to split something. tables or whatever. Okay. You know? Yeah. Cool. We I should... usually always get tables though whenever I go out. I can't drink. You don't, right? Red. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like whenever I'm in a club I'm doing pickups. So like when I'm sitting at a table, I'm just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I just feel no, like dude, not... you you just get the, the girls come to you. <laughs> That's right. True. Yeah. Well then I you mean, don't like them, you gotta kick them out. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it, it's like the way we do it is just, I mean, uh, yeah, we just, it's, I mean, we only bring hot girls in. Yeah. And then well, if, they, if they're not, you, you know they're what? not cool. You know what? When the clubs are back open and you get a table of access, I'm down on pull girls your way, you know, just. Oh, for help. sure. Yeah. For it sure. definitely helps. The, the table helps a lot. You yeah, know, yeah. You get a, you get a bitchy friend, you know, and you can just get, here's the table, have some drinks, shut up, you know, like leave us alone. <laughs> Yeah, you know you yeah. don't have to you don't have to micromanage as much. But the other thing too is, like, aren't all like the hot girls at tables? Because I never see like usually yeah, hot girls yeah, are never like yeah, in the middle. Yeah, I mean you're, you're gonna have to do a little <laughs> bit of walking and hunting. Right? Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay if you want to spend a couple hundred, a thousand, a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. I mean. There's... Yeah, I mean my friends are all like rich, yeah. so they don't really give a shit. Like literally, they'll they'll like I have a friend who makes like you know like ten million a year. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't, get he doesn't even there. give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah this <laughs> pickup is like, when you're rich enough, you have like different problems. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. It, I don't know. Like, I think it's cool. Everybody goes through that pickup process just from a learning point of view. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you're making 10 million yeah. a year, like, why are you walking around the mall? Just fucking pace, you know, just. <laughs> Just pay a yeah. guy. Just just pay a dude like fifty. Like a matchmaker, a even. Yeah, just pay a dude who sets up parties and just funnel girls to your house. Like I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't be wasting my time. Yeah. Walking around the mall, you know. So. Yeah, that's a good point. So your target audience is mostly what guys that are making like maybe six figures. Yes. To like less than three hundred k, maybe. That's uh, or, yeah, or probably common. Yeah. I, yeah, I have yeah, a few okay. guys that are eight figs net worth eight figs but, okay interesting um like a lot of crypto guys poker guys they're just um, really awkward or something uh, some of them are cool. you know i get a lot of guys are actually really cool they're just really cool okay it's like they're gotcha. social they're cool they, they have huh. all the components they just don't have the um i guess the killer instinct uh mechanics like hit on down. girls in person they don't have the killer like okay this is the time to pull this you got to do it right now right <laughs> But yeah, 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 I get a lot of guys that are just really, really outgoing, really sociable, have a lot of friends. Um, mm -hmm. They've been in relationships most of their lives. Mm -hmm. They just don't gotcha. know that aspect of how to pull from the club, which is... They uh, just want to get another perspective on, on yeah, like, yeah. pickup and stuff. I had a guy gotcha. who, uh, he, yeah, he, he was a multimillionaire when he was 23, sold a software company, uh -huh. uh, actually dated the, f uh, the founder of Coffee Meets Bagel. Oh, um, okay. He got out of a five-year relationship. He was like, you know what? I got six months. I'm just gonna take a whole bunch of boot camp, see what I can learn. You know? Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Killed it. He he like pulled the first week. Um, he got like eight lays that month. Damn. I was like, fuck. Yeah. And and now he um he's engaged with a girl. So he just he just wanted to. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of guys when they make a lot of money, it's like, I have all this money. Why not just trade it for experiences? You know. And then did he have to like live in Vegas that time? Yeah, he lived or with was me he? for a month. Gotcha. So it was, he yeah. was like in your month-long immersion. Program. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Some people yeah. just like to learn. You know, it's just like you, you go to like ClickFunnels or Tony Robbins. They just, yeah, these people have a lot of money and they just like to meet people and try shit out. You know. Gotcha. No, yeah, no, this is all very fascinating. Um, so uh, super glad that you could make it and appreciate the interview, man. Yeah, this is a lot so, of fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Um, let me stop the recording.